In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom today. I hope you're having a good day. I recall a long time ago, I was praying with a woman, and the Lord told me she had a broken heart. Now, I didn't know this woman. I didn't know her from Eve. So I started to pray that the Lord would heal this broken heart, that he would let the oil of his love come into the cracks of this broken heart. Well, she came back and told me, thank you very much for praying because my heart is so much better do you have a broken heart today? Is your heart broken? Is it broken because you expected something to happen and it didn't happen? Is your heart broken because people have talked about you behind your back? Is your heart broken today just because you were raised as a child and not cared for. Whatever is the reason, the Lord wants to heal your broken heart today. And this broadcast is all about a broken heart. David says, a humble, contrite heart, O Lord, you will not spurn. I know that our Lord Jesus died of a broken heart. A spear pierced his heart, and there came out blood and water. Jesus knows what it is to have a broken heart, and he wants to come to you today and touch it and heal it and bring you to, into his presence. Oh yes, a broken heart, a humble, contrite heart, O oh Lord, you will not spurn. I heard a homily yesterday about the broken heart. I'm going to ask Father Jason one of these days to come and give that homily to us because there are so many people who have broken hearts and only Jesus can heal that heart. I cannot heal it. No one can heal it but Jesus. As Sadie used to say, no one can help you but Jesus, for no one but Jesus knows how. The Lord wants to restore your heart today. How does that happen? We come under the cross and say, Jesus, your heart was pierced for my sins. I come to you with a broken heart. Would you heal it? Would you touch it? Would you place the oil of love on my broken heart? Oh God, there are so many people who listen to me that have this broken heart. And they 
wait for a word that you will speak to them. Well, today I'm bringing that word. I love you. I love you. I want to heal your broken heart. I want to touch your heart, which is broken, and I want to bring it to fulfillment, to healing fulfillment. But you need to come to me. You need to call upon my name. You need to say, Jesus, I surrender. I surrender my broken heart to you. You see, only God knows how many people have a broken heart that are listening to me today. Yesterday, when that homily was being given, I realized I have a broken heart too. And I need Jesus to heal my broken heart. Why is my heart broken? I don't know. But I know, as he was speaking, I felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit that I had a broken heart and that Jesus wants to heal it because he loves me. You have a broken heart and Jesus wants to heal you because he loves you. Do you know that today? That he loves you and he wants to touch that broken heart and bring love out of it. You see, there are so many people that have had broken hearts and been healed, but they know what it is to have a broken heart. So they are people who God uses to bless other people with broken hearts. I'm one of those people. God uses me to bring life to so many people. Oh, it's by his grace. It's not because of me. I have nothing to give other than Jesus Christ, the Lord. Oh, yes. God uses me to touch people. But he also uses other people. He uses Anthony to touch people. He uses Father Matt to touch people. He uses Father Joseph to touch people. Oh, yes. And then there are an abundance more that he uses to touch people. He wants to touch you today. He wants to heal you today. He wants to love your heart today. He wants to bring healing to your heart today. So, Jesus, we stand under your cross we believe that through your cross you would heal our broken hearts. We believe that the oil of your love would pierce our broken hearts and bring comfort and bring new life. Oh Jesus, you are so wonderful. You are so wonderful. You know what it is to have a broken heart. All your disciples left you but John. All your disciples said they didn't know you like Peter. Oh God, you had a broken heart on Calvary. And yet, your heart 
throbs with love for people who have broken hearts. Your heart throbs with love for people who have broken hearts. Today, I pray that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you would touch this one who has a broken heart, that your love would surround her heart, the oil of your love would surround her heart and bring peace to this broken heart. O oh, Jesus, you are God Almighty, and yet you on the cross were broken for us, and by your stripes we were healed. So today, touch your people, those who can't even verbalize that their hearts are broken. Touch your people with the oil of your love, and we pray in Jesus' name, amen. I'm reading from Mark 8, verse 22. And there came to Bethesda some people brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him. Are you a blind man? Not only physically, but spiritually. Do you know what it is to see the things that God has in store, not only for you, but through you? Oh, there are so many blind people. Oh, they can see with their eyes. They have 20-20 vision with their eyes, but with their heart, no, they're blind. We need to admit our blindness, and we need to bring our blindness to Jesus. He took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. Why did he do that? Because there was no faith in the village. He led him straight out to be alone with him. Have you been alone with Jesus today? They call that prayer. Have you been quiet in his, in his love? They call that prayer. Oh, yes. He led him out of the village. And when he had put saliva on his eyes and laid his hands on him, he asked him, Can you see anything? And the man looked up and said, I can see people, but they look like trees walking. That means he knew what a tree would look like. That means he saw before and he lost his sight. That's what it means. Then Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again. Jesus prays a second time for the healing of this man's eyes. That means sometimes we have to pray not only once, not only twice, not only three times for people who cannot see in their heart. We need to pray that God would do something as Jesus healed this man's eyes. And he looked intently and his sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. Do you see everything clearly in your eyes, the eyes of your heart? You need Holy Spirit glasses on your heart. 
That's what I need. Holy Spirit glasses on my heart. Then he sent him away to his home, saying, Do not even go into the village. Why does Jesus say that? Because the great miracle is going to be the miracle of the cross, where Jesus Christ is going to save sinners like you, like me, that his blood is going to rush through us and save us from our sins through the power of his blood. Are you a sinner today? Oh, you say, I don't kill people. Listen, that's not what it means. The word of God says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That means me. That means you. All of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the more we have sinned, the less our eyes of our heart can see. That's why we need to go to Christ in confession and confess our sins. That's why we need to tell the Lord, I want to see. I want to see clearly. Open my eyes, Lord. I want to see clearly. To reach out and touch him. And tell him I love him. Open my ears, Lord. And teach me to listen. Open my eyes, Lord. I want to see Jesus. Well, the first thing this man saw was the face of Jesus, was the hands of Jesus, was Jesus himself. That's what heaven's going to be like. We're going to see Jesus, and we're going to be able to know him and love him and surrender to him. But we have to start now. We have to know him now. We have to love him now. We have to surrender to him now. Oh yes, in heaven, we'll be looking at the face of Jesus, that wonderful, wonderful face that spared us from hell, that bought us back from hell through the power of his death, burial, and resurrection. I read with the 8th chapter of Mark, verse 27. Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? And they answered him, John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. Still others, one of the prophets, he asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, You are the Messiah. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And he sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about him. Why? Because of the cross. The great work of Jesus is the work of the cross. What did Jesus say to Peter? And you, Peter, 
are the rock, and on this rock I will build my church. On what rock? The rock that he confessed, you are the Christ, and on the rock of Peter himself, he built his church on those two things, that he is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and that Peter is the rock. Oh yes, we see this in the Gospels. Peter is always the first one to go to the tomb. John gets there ahead of him, but will not enter unless Peter enters. On the day of Pentecost, it was Peter who stood up and said, These men are not drunk as you suppose. It is only nine o'clock in the morning. It is what the prophet Joel said. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. I had a dream last night that I lost weight. Well, I've been praying today that I'd eat the right food. I had a dream last night that I was in the process of losing weight. Let me continue. Verse 31, chapter 8 of Mark. Then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke Jesus. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. For you are seeing, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Peter's just saying, we've, we've healed all these people. The blind man can see. The deaf man can hear. You don't need to die. You don't need to be rejected. You don't need to be rejected by the scribes, by the teachers of the law by the Pharisees. Jesus says, get behind me, Satan, because I have to die. I came to the earth to die so that people might live by the grace of God. I came to the earth to shed my blood for sinners so that people might live by the grace of God. Get behind me, Satan. He called the crowd and his disciples and said to them, If anyone wants to be my followers, let them deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. Now the cross is not sickness. Jesus came to heal our sicknesses. We have the best doctors in Boston. We go to them also in the name of Jesus. I remember when my mother broke her trachea, we had a doctor that didn't know tracheas from elbows. And we prayed, I prayed that the Lord would bring her to someone. And I was in a terrible faith crisis. 
And I remember waking up, getting on my knees, saying, God, if my mother is never healed, I surrender to you. And then we found the doctor at the eye and ear, Dr. Montgomery, one of the best in the world, who fixed her trach, and she was able to talk only with the whisper, but she was able to talk again. I tell you, God is so good. He hears the prayer of the brokenhearted. He loves those who are brokenhearted. He wants to shed his oil of love on the brokenhearted. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. How many people today in the persecuted people of God are going to die for the Lord Jesus Christ? We pray for the persecuted Christians throughout the world that they would hold fast to their confession of faith despite what might happen. We pray for the persecuted Christians that the Lord would help them to keep on believing even unto death. For what does it profit a person to gain the whole world and to lose and forfeit his life? Indeed, what can they give in return for his life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in his glory. Are you ashamed of Jesus today? Well, I don't want people to think I'm a Jesus freak. I don't care what people think. I'm not ashamed of Jesus. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation. I'm not afraid to let people know I'm one of Jesus's friends. I'm one of his friends. I am one of his priests that think he's the best and nothing better than Jesus. When he comes in his glory and the glory of his father and his holy angels. And he said to them, truly I tell you, there will be some standing here who will not taste death until they see that the kingdom of God has come with power. We'll see that tomorrow. Oh yes, do you have a broken heart? Nobody can help you but Jesus. For no one but Jesus knows how. Turn to him today. Call on his holy name. Ask him to heal your broken heart. Ask him to give you life and life eternal. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, 
full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.